Craft Beer Radio, episode 140, recorded on June 22nd, 2009. Welcome to Craft Beer Radio. Two guys in a basement never sounded so delicious. I'm Greg Weiss. And I'm Jeff Bear. Uh, this week we're doing uh, one of our blind show, our third blind show, sent in from... Former and still beer drinker of a year, Tom Schmidlin. He's not the reigning beer drinker of the year, but he's he's Craft Beer Radio's favorite beer drinker. That's of the right. Year. He sent us a um, six pack of beers, a box of beers with six beers in it. I shouldn't say six pack because I think they're all bombers, but I don't know for sure. And I he's from Seattle, so we can presume that these are Washington beers, Seattle area beers. And uh, we don't know what they are. We have no idea what they are. And he co- coordinated with Heather, and she's uh, pouring the beers in his specified order. So we're good to go. We are also going to be, this is the first beer, our second beer we're going to be doing, blindfolded. Literally blindfolded. So uh, that will be... Because like right now we see a beer, we see this dark beer that looks like a brown ale or maybe a barley wine. And that, that- kind of taints our opinion. And for the next beer, we don't want sight. Yeah. We just want to use our two other two senses, our smell and our taste. So we're going to see how wrong we can possibly get. <laughs> Pretty much. I, I, the thing I like about this show the best out of all our blind shows is I'm fairly confident I haven't had any of these beers. Mm-hmm. So I'll you're not be less guessing tempted which to one guess is this, what I'm one? drinking. Yeah. So this is cool. I'm excited about this one. This beer is Pandan Brown Ale from the Laughing Buddha Brewing Company, now known as Trade Drop Brewing. Well, as we said, the beer is dark, uh, very dark, has uh, brown highlights at the bottom, about a less than a finger's worth of uh, relatively white head, not quite totally white, a little bit tannish. But now, ironically enough, I do have a guess. I know it's not this beer, but I'm going to use a beer to describe this one. So it has this smell that is chocolatey, chocolatey, but it, it's, it's kind of woody to me. It reminds me slightly like Palo Santo. There's an aromatic type something to it. I don't know if it's oak or. If it's not wood, maybe it's just the malts, but there's this woodiness to it. Or maybe it's a spice like nutmeg or something like that. Hmm. I'm having a tough time getting some sort of chocolate, kind of chocolate dust aroma. But I'm not really getting much hoppiness or anything else from it. And maybe it's just a chocolate. Like now I'm smelling like kind of like cocoa nibs or something like that. I just got some beer on my nose. Oh. I thought you'd notice. That. No, no. Greg's making this face. I'm like, I thought he was indicating that I had something hanging out of my nose. Happened again. We don't usually get full of glasses. So yeah. <laughs> I had to tell Heather to pare it down a bit. I got to drive home tonight. Okay, so let's go for the drink. definitely some kind of woody spice something or in there it's it's relatively thin body it's very fizzy lots and lots of carbonation in this beer molasses oh okay raisin tastes very porterish to me um it's really rich for like you know the color you'd think brown porter it's really rich for that and i'm still saying there's some kind of spice in there and i'm leaning towards nutmeg Getting anything spicy at all, or aromatic, or I'm trying. I'm doing my best. 
because um, I mean, to me, it's all over the beer. I'm surprised you're not really picking it out. I, I'm picking out some notes, but I'm thinking that those are just hops, and, and I'm not picking up a, a, distinct, a distinctive spice that I can say is coming from it. Um, so when I, you take- know, I like your I like your nutmeg thing, but nutmeg is it's a flavor that that can make itself apparent in beers that actually being there. So right. I don't know whether there's actually nutmeg in it. This beer to me is so super carbonated. It, it just washes everything right off your tongue. It tastes like, I mean, the, the level of carbonation is reminding me of, you know, a Belgian Abbey something with, you know, just scrubs all the flavor right off your tongue. I'm working some of the carbonation out so I can try to get a more yeah, That's a good point. Flavor. This does have some, some echoes of a double, a Belgian style double. I'm not getting any kind of Abbey yeast character. I'm not getting any pears, bananas, any kind of phenolics, really. I don't know. There's definitely a, seat, a sweetness there, an added sweetness. There is... But there's chocolate at the end. There's chocolate malt in here. Yeah, there's some chocolate notes to it. You're not going to put chocolate malt in a Belgian double, are you? You could put a very little bit in. But generally, not much. See, I'm not getting anything like Belgian yeast character. I'm not leaning towards Belgian. I'm leaning towards just you know straight American yeast of some sort. Finish is really dry, super dry. That high carbonation and beer. It just my mouth is kind of powdery, kind of chalky right now. It's the sweetness that says double to me. It and. Um, that raisin I was getting at the first one, I first thought it was a porter. Uh, I've kind of lost that. I'm getting a lot of sweetness and a lot of, a lot of what I would expect that to say a Bornum or something like that. Hmm. So I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, uh, Belgian double. Let me go for it. Well, what do you think? Style-wise for this beer, again, I don't think it's really representative of any style. I'm going to have to go for yeah, I'm gonna go for Christmas, winter warmer, Christmas sale, something like that. Wow, okay. You think you'd send a winter warmer? And... I, I don't know. I'm getting so much of that spice in there. That All right. Okay, so this is the Laughing Buddha. Wait. Heather needs to write more clearly. <laughs> Okay, so Laughing Buddha had to change their name. It's now called the Trade Route Brewing Company. And this is their Pandan Brown. So this is a brown ale. Yeah. Trade Route Brewing. Okay. <laughs> this is an example of how wrong we can be. Uh, wow. Well, I figured it was based on a brown ale, but it's just so spicy that it's not a regular brown ale it's a brown ale plus and there was at one point I was going to say it seems kind of thin like like a brown ale because mm-hmm. it didn't have the full body flavor well if I didn't like it, you asked me what I thought and I was like oh, do I want to say brown ale I'm gonna but it's spiced so I was gonna say Christmas but it's 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 like um, almost like Anchor Christmas where it's a spiced ale based on a brownish type ale they actually call theirs a block but... so it's called Trade Route Brewing Company yeah and it is their Pandan Brown Ale. Yep. It is spiced, actually. So it was in the spiced ale category? Yes. Okay. Brown Ale with a delicate Southeast Asian Pandan leaf aroma and palm sugar finish. That's all I'm getting from their website. 
uh, so it's spiced with a type of leaf. You mentioned molasses early on, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like raw, I don't know palm sugar, but I think raw cane sugar, you know, with that rich flavor. You can kind of get tie what you were talking about in the what they say into mm-hmm. the flavor on this beer. So you can definitely taste that palm sugar. If it's like raw cane sugar, you know, that molassesy type yeah. molassesy type note you get in raw cane sugar. I mean, I, I see where the brown ale comes from now because, you know, I was thinking it is kind of light, and whereas a, a double would be kind of thick, but it was just the flavors were, were very big on some of those double flavors that I would get with like a Borno, and that's why I was in, tossed in that direction. I Could you pull up a search on the pandan leaf? Maybe yes. on Wiki or something? Why don't you be like, a close coat relative of nutmeg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, leaves aroma is distinct and hard to describe. Somewhat nutty, reminiscent to fresh hay and definitely pleasant. Similar scent, is, similar scent is found in some aromatic rice varieties grown in Southeast Asia, such as Thai jasmine rice. The scent of pandanus leaves develops only in wilting. The fresh, intact plants hardly have any odor. It's an interesting flavor. I, I'm digging it the more I drink it. It's just going in there and trying to explore it. To me, the beer is not unlike, you know, Palo Santo. Now, that's a wood, aged in wood. This is a leaf spice with sugar. But, you know, that brown ale is a nice backbone for these these interesting flavors. Uh, yeah. I mean, the more I drink it... in. More, it's obvious the the brown ale background to it, but it it's got a lot of flavor for a brown ale, and it's got, uh, but it's got you know the carbonation level of the brown ale. It's got, well, it has a ridiculous carbonation level. Yeah, is what it has. All right, so should we move on? We shall. Let's find some blindfolds. This beer is Lazy Boy Porter from Lazy Boy Brewing Company in Everett, Washington. Okay, so where's the microphone? Check, 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 check. There's hello, a microphone. Hello, hello. Am, am I am I on? Yes, I am. Okay. Yep. And so I'm searching out here, we are blinded. We have scarves on. We cannot see a thing. Yep. Heather found two winter scarves. That's the best. There we are. I'm on mic now. <laughs> Heather found two uh, scarves, and we are... I'm in the dark. I don't know about you, Greg, but I'm not seeing anything. No, I'm completely dark. I mean, if I just had one layer on, I would be able to see through it, but I, like, just bunched it up so yeah. it's on top of my eyes, so I can't see a thing. Yep. So, uh, okay, yeah. so... We're probably going to bump the microphones here and whatnot. Do you bear with us? But this isn't going to be an interesting experiment. So, uh, I feel the glass, and it feels cold. <laughs> yep. So, we're actually using three senses. We lied. Instead of... We're using the sense of touch, too. But I don't think that's going to really tell us too much about the beer. Not really. So, uh, let's see if I can get an aroma. Wow, it's tough without... <laughs> Man, this is tough. It's it's maltier than hoppy, but there's I think there's a little bit of hops there, but it's primarily malty. It's, it's not... Caramel multi though it's more bready multi, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I would say that. However, there are, there might be a touch of of you know sweetness in the aroma as well. I'm trying to figure out what that aroma is. That's that's dirty winter scarf. <laughs> oh well, there you go. Oh oh, it's porter. I'm smelling porter. 
You think so? I think so. Smelling some some nice chocolate roast to it. Uh, there it comes. Yeah, I'm starting to get that. Uh, oh, I, I took that a little bit too vigorously. I got something to come out of my finger. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's give it a taste. Yeah, it's definitely a dark beer, I think. Yeah, it's a dark beer. It, it's it's a bit, it's not so much roasting the flavor, but it does have those like that cherry type note, like a, yeah, like a dark cherry, almost like a little bit of oxidization oxidation in it. It comes on kind of sharp and sweet, right? Mm-hmm. It definitely is not you know a, a, a brewed with pale malt or anything like that. Getting some astringency there, and like you said, a little bit of oxidation too. I'm thinking porter. You want to take the masks off? Because we already now pretty much know what color it is right yeah and we can assume hey it's the right and color we are we are right on the color <laughs> it, it's the right color it's a, it's a, it's pretty dark can't see any highlights on the bottom however my eyes really need to adjust to the light now wow okay i think we need to do this for the next beer that was kind of neat yeah yeah that was neat yeah okay we'll, we'll do that again um <laughs> so dark beer Really dark, no highlights. Now the oxidation note in porters, uh, dark grains tend to oxidize more readily, and it's not always a bad thing. Sometimes those flavors go well with a porter, and this one might be one of those where you get, it, it's kind of like wild cherry, like dark fruit. You mm-hmm. know, like uh, Anchor Porter is another example where it's very raisiny, and it's by design, but it, it's somewhat oxidative from the dark malts. If it's a stout, I'd be surprised. If that, I'm pretty sure it, it's it's a porter. Mm-hmm. We should have thought of a bunch of Johnny Carson jokes to do with these <laughs> envelope openings. Lazy Boy Porter. All right. I don't know of Lazy Boy Brewing. I think that'd probably be the brewery and not necessarily, not the uh, title of the beer. Lazy Boy Porter from Lazy Boy Brewing in Everett, Washington. It is 5.8% alcohol by volume American Porter. Using pale crystal Munich and chocolate grains and uh, Mount Hood and Willamette hops. Yeah, it's hard for me to say whether the oxidative... I said no pale malts, but I guess there were some. The um, It's hard for me to tell whether the oxidative characters in this is, are intended or from age. Mm-hmm. Porter's okay without it. There's not like any real chocolatey roast to it it just i mean there's a little bit but it's not like what i look normally look for in a porter with a you know a good chocolate bite to it or a good roasty bite so it's hard to say i think it might be oxidized do you think it's intended or do you think it's off i think it's probably off a little bit mm-hmm. i think that uh this would be better if it didn't have the oxidative notes in it i think it would be nice and and, and crisp mm-hmm. uh whereas this is a little bit a little bit harder to drink because of, of those oxidative notes. So right. I'm going to say it's probably better fresh. It did come from across the country. It's been here for a month or so, too. So it took a little bit of time to get to this. Maybe two months. You should have drank it sooner. But I should have. Sorry. All right. So let's move on to the next one, shall we? Uh, yes, we should. This beer is Silver City Fat Scotch Ale from Silver City Brewing Company. Don't look at the beer. I'm not looking at the beer, man. Okay, we're blindfolded again. <laughs> not look at the beer, man. 
And we got the glasses in our hands. I looked at the trap, Ray. (laughs) You know what? I was thinking about watching that movie. I haven't seen it in so long. Uh, Okay. So our eyes are again obscured. We have a beer in front of us. And uh, we will start. Mm, That smells good. Caramelly. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I would, um, my first guess is leaning towards a more caramelly porter again. It really doesn't come across as an ESB, but it might. It's got a lot of, yeah, a lot of that, um, sugary, um, but not molasses like sugar. Like you said, caramel like sugar. ESB is a good, uh, good description in terms of. Actually, I'm getting better at ESB. The more I smell it, the more it it doesn't smell as dark. You know, I'm smelling. Candyish, you know, candy yeah. sugar like, right? Hmm. Oh, that's nice. It's sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it might be a little much as we drink it, but for the first sip, that was nice. Oh, that is sweet. Uh, very sweet, cloying almost. Um, it really hangs around, doesn't it? My might have to revise my initial statements. Right, I enjoyed the sweetness, but it, it's an unwelcome guest. It stays for a long time on your tongue. Yeah, it doesn't go away very quickly. Uh, it's smooth. It it has more of a velvety. I, I think. Let me try this again. It kind of somewhat silky, somewhat not quite velvety, more silky, I guess, texture uh, to it. Would you go for barley wine because of the sweetness? It's definitely high in alcohol. It doesn't really taste like bockish, like a double bock or anything to me. It doesn't seem to have. A clean of a flavor. That sweetness does coat your mouth and hang around. It does. Okay, I'm going to take the blindfold off. I'm going to stay with it for a couple seconds. I'm kind of... Yeah, I guess I'm leaning towards barley wine. Let's see. I mean, it fits the color. I mean, this is a dark brown. Semi-clear, but too dark to see the whole way through the glass. Got some nice red, ruby, orangey highlights at the bottom. Not really ruby, too orange. Tom suggested we could do this as a blind show. The option, you know, he worked with Heather to to do the serving and whatnot. So far, blind shows seem to work best when the beers are somewhat representative of the styles. Mm -hmm. And, And this one's, you know, a bunch of innovative and interesting beers. Not as catered to a blind show. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I think it works okay. just fine as a blind show. I mean, it's just it's just us trying to... And the whole point of the I, blind I guess, show yeah, is I guess, not... To me, the point of the blind show is not to see how well we do at guessing the styles. The point of the blind point. show is to taste the beers without any other... pre Without any preconceptions at all. Other than, you know, the fact that it's a beer and, you know, color if we have our, our sight or not. That, that's a very good point. We're, we're doing this... Even if they are crazy beers, we're describing them without knowledge. You know, if we knew that other one had that cra- that leaf in it, that pan sand pan leaf or whatever it was, you know, we would have been talking a lot about the leaf and how it is sweet and sugary, and and it was really from the palm sugar. So I guess it's more, it's more raw this way, more organic. Not the word I'm looking for. I, I suppose it just it seems like a, the scarves uh, are hot though. <laughs> yeah, it's a hot day outside too, so that doesn't help. All right, so the verdict is 
Silver City Fat Scotch. Scotch ale, huh? I mean, I can see it now, but I wasn't... Yeah, I can re- kind of taste it now. It was tasting... It's weird now that I know it's a scotch, so it doesn't taste quite as sweet. <laughs> it's really weird. They're in Silverdale, Washington. Silver City Brewing Company. How about you? I mean, it still tastes just as cloying, or is it a little more palatable now that you know the scotch ale? Um, it's still pretty cloying to me. Okay. 9% I mean, alcohol mine, volume. It's, it's, it's pretty sweet. I still um, think it's sweet, but to me, it's a it's a little bit better now that I know the style. It's kind of interesting. Touch of peat malt, they say, for a Scotch whiskey like character. And now I can taste, you know, I can taste the peaty part, the peatiness. Mm-hmm. That's just for you, brew crazy. Mm-hmm. Blind for the next one or not? Yeah, blindfolded. I'm loving the the the, <laughs> the, the blindfold, the, the sight deprivation. Yeah. All right. We are recording. We're rolling. We're blind again. We are blind. I, there's my mic. <laughs> I found a better configuration for my mask to tie the scarf above my ears and put the headphones on. That seems to work better. And the uh, scarf is close to my nose now, so I, don't I actually tied it. I put my headphones on and then tied the scarf around. Oh. So yeah. before I had to like kind of like lift the scarf so I wasn't smelling the scarf, but. Right now, I'm on a pretty pretty clean configuration right okay, now. Okay, so... This beer was the Quintuple X Pike Stout Extra Stout from the Pike Brewing Company in Seattle, Washington. Not hoppy again. <laughs> we have, uh, Greg was commenting when we were paused that, you know, Seattle show, West Coast show. This is weird. You know, where's all the IPAs that we're supposed to be getting at? But Tom didn't send us no IPA, at least not yet. Which is cool. Which is very cool. Ah. <laughs> it's a lot easier to get beer up your nose. Stop sticking your nose in the beer, man. I'm thinking it's it's in the, the, the brown brown category again. Well the the, the aroma is uh pretty bready, right? It's uh bready with a little bit of toast, toastiness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like a, a Vienna malt or something like that. Uh, maybe a slight hint of caramel. Really light use of caramel with some Vienna. Toasty. No hops to really pick out in the aroma. Anything else? No, just sort of, you know, crusty, crusty fresh bread. That's just a nice mouthfeel. Nice body to it. And there's some hops in the flavor. Mm. And then it goes malty. Ooh. And it goes roasty at the end. Yeah. Wow, that's a complex one, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, so I, there's, I, I think I described it as it hit me, but you know, I was getting some malt with, but but it was hoppy, and then it got more more like a brown ale, and then at the end it got a little bit portery, and uh, the lingering flavor still mutating through those three types of flavors, three types of styles. It's got a weird hop flavor to it, a, a weird, very sharp hop. Uh, um, well, let me take another sip. I didn't think it was too almost weird. metallic. It, it, it's, I don't know. It's hitting me wrong in that middle. The the beginning and the end are very tasty to me, but the, but there's something really almost either metallic hop or or just like very fusel alcohol, and I'm not sure what it is. I think it's it's the roast malt. 
that you're tasting that's playing with hops. You know, hoppy beer with, you know, a lot of roasted malt is is an interesting combination that doesn't, it kind of clashes sometimes. And, um, you know, like, a you know, an, an IPA slash porter, you know, it's not something you see very often because those two flavors don't really blend that well. Right. And um, we're ge- I'm getting a little bit of that. I'm st- Like, if I had the, I still can't see. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to figure out, is this beer brown or is it black i i I don't know and i'm trying to figure out from the flavor if it's you know if it's a if it's an amber slash brown ale or if it's in the to the porter realm it's hard to tell yeah so color means nothing to us because we can't see it um i would have to guess that it's not black it's still brownish amberish you know like a nice red color i would guess because actually, that sip, I didn't get nearly as much roast as last time. And that clash that you were talking about, I'm not hitting that anymore. You call it metallic. I call it a, a roast slash hops clash. It's, getting a it's becoming less. Yeah, it becomes less of a of a shock every time I try more of it. But you It's know, tasting hoppier the more I drink it, too. Yeah, it is tasting hoppier. I can't really identify the kind of hops in there. That's a tough one. It's... Um, I, like I said, I think it was a pretty, a pretty strong, assertive hop. Um, it's not really one of the C's, you know. It's not a classic West Coast. Right. I mean, maybe like a Mount Hood or something, a little bit earthy, a little bit floral. I heard the, you know, I, I, I know just enough of what Mount Hood's signature is to be dangerous. I, you know, I can't pick hop out of, you know, a beer blindfolded. And like Amazingly said, enough, that's what we're trying to do. <laughs> but um, you know, I would guess something like you know something along the lines of Mount Hood. Uh, hmm. So I'm gonna. I only got like a sip left in the beer, so I'm gonna have to take the blindfold off just so I can see the color. And it's ending with that kind of roasty character, but also is a, there's some bitterness, is a lingering bitterness. All right, I'm going to take a look, too. So it, it's a porter color. Mm-hmm. It, that I talked myself out of it being roasty because the flavor wasn't so much, but it, it's a nice dark beer. It takes a second for her eyes to adjust <laughs> after being in the dark. <laughs> and, you know, imagine that. Now that I see black beer, you I think, taste more chocolate. And you think more porter? I taste more chocolate. I taste like that last yeah. sip was really chocolatey. Mm. Not really chocolatey, but moderately chocolatey. And you know what? The end... The end too has a bit of that bitter chocolate, um, and the hops are more subdued now that yeah. I see a black beer. Yeah, I would say this is a beer with chocolate in it. I wouldn't go that far. You wouldn't I don't go think that far. Chocolate in this beer. I, I I taste some bitter chocolate notes at the end that would uh, give me an idea that there may be some chocolate actually inside this beer. This is the Pike XXXXX Stout. The 5X stout. So, uh, like a, a lactic? Like a milk stout, you think? Could be. Uh, maybe a hint of, of lactose or something? It, Let's see, the pike. Take another sip. Tell me if it tastes really creamy to you now that you think it might be a milk stout. Um, I, only, I only had like a teeny little drop left, so I didn't have enough to get a mouthfeel on that one, but... Could be. Could be. Uh, uh, let's see. Pike uh, Pike Street. Look at that. You're drinking out of a pike glass. I know. 
So your beer probably tastes better than mine. Pike Street, uh, from the Pike Pub and Brewery, this is classified, well, I don't know how you how much you can trust Beer Advocate, classified as a foreign slash export stout, um, 6% alcohol by volume, and according to their site, thank you, internet, I don't really need to flash animation, guys, it's gone a little overboard, um, okay, so, they just called they just called an extra stout, um, pale crystal and roasted malt, seven percent alcohol by volume, using Chinook Willamette and East Kent Goldings, sixty-five IBUs, pretty high on the IBU there. Yeah, I mean, I certainly remember the hops we tasted in it. It just, you know, without our sense of sight, it didn't taste as roasty as it mm-hmm. did after we gained our sense of sight back. And and as soon as we know what to look for, as soon as we get a style idea, mm-hmm. it gives us... We can us, zone in on it. Yeah, we can zone in on some of the, uh, some of the flavors. Well, and we uh, have uh, one more beer. Might as well blind put the blindfolds back on. Not going to stop now, are we? And we're back. Okay, so final beer of the night. It's this cold beer in this glass here. We are again blindfolded, literally. This beer was Skagit Sculler's IPA from Skagit River Brewing Company. I think we got our hoppy beer, Greg. Well, it smells cleaner than the other ones. I not. I mean, it's not the hoppiest thing ever, but it, it it's fairly hoppy. It's a West Coast hop. There we go. There's the hop. Oh yeah, it, yeah, like kind of like how it turned. I, I smelled hop from the beginning. You didn't, but now I'm smelling like big hop. If only my nostril could taste. Hoppy, floral, citrusy, bitter, double IPA for sure. Definitely a Cascade um, or Chinook. I mean, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> centennial hops is what I intended to say. You think centennial? I think so. Um, I, I might even go nugget. It's it's uh, it's pretty strong. And there might be some nugget or warrior in there. I still think the big part of the flavor is that, that citrusy, that, that orange yeah. that flavor. Where if it was, you know, nugget, nugget for most of the flavor, it'd be, be more resiny. It's got a cleaner taste and an almost certainly not a dark beer. Should we look? Yeah, I mean, I'm saying double IPA for my guest, completely blindfolded. So I expect this to be a um, an amber color, um, uh, a medium orange, dark orange. And you're right on the money. Yeah, that's, uh, it's a little bit lighter than I thought it would be, but pretty close. Definitely, uh, I think, good to end on a hot So there's note. two things we haven't talked about yet. Now that we got our sight back, we might as well banter a slight bit. Penguins won the cup, man. Yes, they did. And uh, you know, Greg was a little upset about all the uh, you know lost opportunities because I was watching hockey with uh, Allison and my neighbor, you know, three nights a week. But um, man, what a playoff run! This I had people ask me, "Is it better now or when you were a kid when you was like 15 years old and so into hockey?" And I have a split split answer because the emotion was better when I was a kid, but this playoff run, the 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 tenacity of the Penguins and the 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 
the over what they overcame was just so exciting. There's so much drama in this playoff run, and I still get shivers when I think about what they did. I mean, Valentine's Day they were ten points out of a playoff spot. Well, it's hockey. <laughs> Which means they were 10th place and 10 points out of a playoff. But, you know, how many teams don't get into the playoffs in hockey? Um, 14. And how many teams are there? 30. So over half get into the over playoffs. Over half get into the playoffs. And it's a long season. Mm-hmm. Just like baseball. I mean, baseball, it's, a, it's such a long season that, you know, if, if you're, you're great in April and you suck the rest of the year, well, you got nothing. Yeah, the, the, but you know that's when they fired their coach, and they went on a hell of a you know the old coach, the new coach went on a hell of a strength. It was like fifteen and four or something like that, and then you know fourth seed in the playoffs, and they overcame some pretty tough odds in different series. The second series and the fourth series, like first series, only twelve percent of the teams come back from that. Fourth series, no team has ever come back from what the Penguins did, and uh, oh, it's just so exciting. And the other thing that we hadn't talked about is, hey, Greg, listen for that. You hear that? Yeah, that's our fourth anniversary that came and went, and we didn't even talk about it. <laughs> so we've been doing Craft Beer Radio since um, June 3rd, 2005. It's wow. Been, it's been a while, man. It has been. And uh, we may do an anniversary DVD this year. Um, I have to see if I have enough time to... We may just wait until fifth anniversary and have a special. I have to... I am so short on so many of my commitments right now. I have to see if I can pull the logistics of doing the anniversary thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the money's always nice, but I don't want to do it if it's going to tie me up and I'm not going to be able to deliver it on t- in a timely manner and stuff. So yeah. stay tuned. We may do a DVD. We may not. Well, donations are always appreciated, but yeah, Crafty Radio, four years strong, 140 episodes. I guess, you know, if if you want to send us some money, we can probably put together a, a DVD for you. <laughs> <laughs> but you know like we usually would do i i could definitely well see it's it's, it's not making the dvd it's it's the making sure i mail it out to everybody. yeah that's that's yeah. the hard part so i need to do something that's special that's electronically delivered and then we can do it <laughs> but anyway um yay congratulations to us we're so awesome okay that's all we need to say about it what do you think about this beer uh, Again, this is one we pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's a double IPA. I don't know who makes it. If I had to make a guess, and it, they've all been really Seattle area beers, I'm going to say this one's from Big Time Brewing. Okay, we'll just see if I can pull that one in my hat. I right. the double IPA from Big Time is my guess, Tom. I don't know uh, any of the Seattle area breweries. Uh, never. I've, Never really been out there, even though it's always been a place I've wanted to go. But uh, I am enjoying this beer. It is a distinctly West Coast hoppy IPA. It's got a nice bit of bitterness to it, but it's also got uh, some assertive bitterness that I think, like I said, is coming from some sort of mm-hmm. one of those high resin hops. Right. So, so out of the five breweries we see. know so far, oh, I, I should guess I should. Yeah, we should I, see. What I've it is done. First. You've done all of them, but one. So all all yours, man. It's all okay. yours. You can do the review. Make sure you pause for, you know, the suspense. Effect, yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then go to a commercial break right before you announce right. it. Now, the answer is, let me take a drink first to verify. <laughs> this tastes different now that you know. He's definitely doing this dramatic effect. Good job. 
And now to a commercial break. Skagit Scholars IPA. In an attempt to head off some pronunciation gate emails, this is Skagit River Brewing, not Skagit. Skagit River Brewing. I, I've met the brewer during Philly Beer Week, but I've never had any of the Skagit River beers until just now. Scullers, that's a canoeing term. I like it, because I'm an old-time canoeist back in Boy Scouts. You're a canoeist. Yes, I'm, I knew you were. I am a good canoeist. So how, do you, how do you spell Skagit again? S-K-A-G-I-T. So I've been to three of these breweries. Lucky me. You are lucky. That's what I went on the All About Beer beer cruise out of Seattle. I think All About Beer still does the beer cruise, but I'm not sure they promote it as much as they used to. It's through a, um, a travel agency in Durham, North Carolina, Raleigh, North Carolina. And they do. Uh, they used to do two or three beer cruises a year. I haven't checked on them lately. This is not a double. This is just a regular plain all-American IPA. Okay. Uh, but it is West Coast. So that's probably why we were thinking double. <laughs> It, it now that you know it doesn't taste as boozy as it as a double IPA might be, but it, it is intensely hoppy. I mean, mm-hmm. it could be a double IPA if the gravity is high enough. Uh, trying to look on their site because I don't have much information on it on Beer Advocate, of course. Scholars say full of Northwest hops. They don't have any other information on it. So that was a blind show. That was fun. I guess now we got a rank up line shot. I think we have to. That's our gimmick. It's our thing. It's um, it's gonna be tough because we put so much effort into describing the beers that I hadn't thought about how much I like them. Yeah, we may want to. Do you want to abandon the ranking for this one because it's it's tough to rank because we didn't think about how much we liked them. We just thought about how much what we were tasting. Um, beers that I liked, um, the Pike Stout and the Skagit River were very good. And the, the the Laughing Buddha slash Trader Up Brewing Companies, their Pandan Brown Ale, were, that one was unique in, from the flavors. The other thing about rankings, is we post them on the site, and what's the fun? You want to make a ranking? We make but no, a ranking. Well, you have to, we have to post them on the site. We have to post the beers that we do. Yeah. Uh, but I don't want to rank them. Okay. I, this time, I don't want to rank them because okay. this time, I think it's artificial. Because we, we – I – if you asked me about one of the earlier beers, I wouldn't be able to give you a good enough answer. So the beers I liked are the, like I said, the Trade Drop. I already said, I'm not going to say it again. I hate when I do that when I'm editing and I, I say the same thing two or three times. So I already said it. I'm done. Uh, I liked uh, almost all the beers. Um, I think I didn't like the the the... The Scotch Ale as much uh, as I thought I might. Other than that, you know, it, it, it good uh, good sampling of beers from uh, from Seattle and, and interesting to get a whole bunch of West Coast beers that are not big hop bombs, with the exception of the last one. So thank you very much, Tom. Uh, great show, and it was also really fun. It was a well done hop bomb too. I mean, it wasn't your average run of the mill hop bomb. I mean, yeah. it was good. I liked it. Excuse me, I'm degassing from probably that uh, that Laughing Buddha. That thing was entirely too carbonated. <laughs> How many of these beers should I reveal at the beginning in post-production? What do you mean? So last time we did a blind show, we revealed a couple of the beers. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. 
Well, I, I guess you know that's up to you if you want to do it. I mean, I'll do it. I mean, I think people liked it because they like. So maybe I'll re- do them all. Or? Sure, sure, do them all. Okay, and um, you, you so that way you can you can rate us on on how awful we are at picking out styles. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the third blind episode of Craft Beer Radio. Let us know if you liked the literally blind tastings. We liked them a lot. Yeah. They were pretty cool. And I would have to recommend for you to try a literally blind tasting sometime where you don't know if the beer is pale yellow or black as night when you sip it. If you know, For some of the people that might have criticized certain blind tastings in the past where the style is completely off. Try that and, and see how good you are because uh, it was fun and it was a brand new experience for us. And uh, I think our next blind show is probably going to be blindfolded as well. I think so. I think that it, it's established a new trend and I don't want to go back. I'm always forward looking, my friend. Absolutely. We're going to get some sleep masks for next time so we don't have to have these big scarves tied around our heads. But we'll be blind. Thank you for listening to Craft Beer Radio. If you have questions or comments, you can email us at beer at craftbeerradio.com. Craft Beer Radio is released under the Creative Commons license. Visit craftbeerradio.com for more information. The opening and closing music is Last Hurrah, the band The Lights Out. You can listen to more of their music at their website, thelightsout.com. Some people get a longer fuse. Some people's shoulders are big enough for the abuse. They never say what you can't hear But when they go, they're gone for good Now it's no use Consider this your last defense This beer is my butt All up in your face Okay, so I guess we should wrap it up, huh? Probably Yep